Welcome to Animal Stories for Kids. If you like our stories, please give us a five-star rating, subscribe to our podcast, and share it with your friends and family. If you're listening on Spotify, you can support the podcast through listener support. Plus, check out exclusive show-related content and join the community at patreon.com slash animalstoriesforkids. And now, it's time for our story. Once upon a time, there was an Arapaima named Gia. Gia the Arapaima lived in a river in a rainforest. Gia was a big fish. She was also a very fast swimmer, and she loved to swim in the river inside the rainforest. But what she enjoyed the most is chasing after fish to see how fast she could swim and also to try to eat some food. If Gia ever saw other fish, she would have so much fun trying to catch up to them all the time. One day, Gia the Arapaima was swimming in the river when she saw a school of fish swimming off at a distance, and that made her hungry. She knew that she could catch them if she swam fast enough, so she started to swim after them. The fish noticed Gia swimming behind them, and so they started swimming faster. Gia the Arapaima was fast and was getting closer and closer to the school of fish. She was having so much fun. The fish were still pretty far away from Gia, and so they kept swimming as fast as they could. And as Gia the Arapaima was chasing after the school of fish, the water started to get lower. She was swimming faster and faster, but the water seemed to be coming down fast too. The river tide was dropping. Gia said, Uh-oh, the tide is dropping and I'm still in the shallow parts of this river. I really need to get out of here. Gia the Arapaima had no choice. She could choose either to keep chasing the fish and possibly get some food to eat or swim to a much deeper part of the river so she wouldn't get stuck in the mud. So Gia kept swimming as fast as she could, trying to get close to the school of fish. And just as she was getting right up to the school of fish, the tide dropped, and she was half on the mud and half in water, and she kept on swimming. And then the water completely dropped, and she slid on the mud and slowed down to a stop. Gia swam as fast as she could, but it wasn't enough. The tide dropped too quickly, and she was now stuck in the mud. She tried to swim backwards, but it was no use. She was stuck. The mud was thick, and she started to sink in the mud. She tried moving her fins to push herself, but the mud was too heavy, and it was slowing her down. Gia really didn't like getting stuck in thick mud. It was so sticky and heavy, and it made it impossible for her to move. Last time this happened, she got stuck in deep mud from the morning and it wasn't until later that day that the tide rose and she was able to finally swim away. This is not good, Gia the Arapaima said to herself. I can't believe I wasn't fast enough to catch those fish. Her mind was still on the fact that she wasn't able to catch the fish. She didn't seem quite worried about being stuck in the mud, but she was worried about how much she was sinking into the mud. 
This time, the mud was thicker than last time, and it was pulling her in. She was okay with the mud, but this time it was about to block her gills and mouth. Gia the Arapaima began to panic. If she sinks any further into the mud, she won't be able to breathe. Oh no, Gia said. What should I do? I can't get stuck here in the mud. I can see the shallow waters right in front of me. If there was only a way to get out of here, that would be great. I wonder how to get out of this mud. But as Gia the Arapaima was stuck in the mud, she saw something moving in the bushes near her. Hmm, it must be a harmless ocelot or sloth or something, said Gia. I don't have anything to worry about. But the bush was shaking and moving. And all of a sudden, the bush was flattened by a huge reptile-looking animal. And as the huge reptile crawled over the bush, Gia saw something she was not expecting to see. It was a huge caiman. Gia the Arapaima said, Whoa, whoa, wait, um, okay, okay. Don't panic, Gia. Maybe the caiman won't see you in the mud. So Gia tried to be as still as she could be, hoping that the caiman won't see her. But the caiman was slowly walking up to Gia, staring at her, almost as if it didn't quite know that there was anything there. Gia was now scared. She was now a few seconds away from being a caiman's meal. At first, she was the predator to the fish. But now, there was a predator after her, and she was stuck in the mud. Perfect timing, said Gia the Arapaima. Just my luck. And as the caiman got closer and closer to Gia, she was about to give up, until she remembered something. Her tail was really strong. That's how she swam fast in the water. Why wouldn't my tail work in the mud? Gia asked herself. Gia the Arapaima started to try and wiggle herself out of the mud. She was moving a little. She was deep in the mud, almost up to her mouth. But then she started thinking about the school of fish and how much she wanted to catch up to them. And so while imagining chasing the school of fish, her tail started to move the mud around and push the mud sideways. And her tail was so strong and moved so fast that the mud started flying all over the rainforest. And some of the mud got on the caiman's eyes, so it wasn't able to see. And as the caiman started to try and shake its head and even roll on the ground to try and wipe the mud away from its eyes, Gia the Arapaima splashed the mud away from her body. And her tail started moving her closer and closer to the shallow waters ahead. And as her tail flopped and pushed her body toward the shallow waters, she moved closer and closer and closer to the water. And she finally slid right into the shallow part of the river and got right back into the river water. The caiman was still on the ground, trying to wipe the mud off its eyes. It was annoyed and it was tired of rolling around. And so, instead of going after the arapaima to eat, 
it walked away while it still had half of the mud all over its eyes. And just as Gia got into the shallow part of the river, the tide started to rise again. And the water rose up slowly and came up and up until Gia the Arapaima was under the river water once again. Perfect timing as usual, said Gia. At least I know that I can get out of mud from now on when the tides drop. And just as the waters rose up, Gia saw the same school of fish from earlier. The fish swam by and stopped and saw Gia the Arapaima, and they started swimming away. Gia said, now I'm gonna get you, fishies. And Gia swam away to catch up to the fish. And she was so proud of herself as she was chasing the fish. And she was happy that she wasn't stuck in the mud for too long and that she was finally able to get back to doing what she liked to do, chasing the school of fish. And the Arapaima lived happily ever after. The end. The Arapaima is one of the largest freshwater fish in the world and is native to the Amazon River Basin and can also go by the names of Piraruku or Paiche or Arapaima gigas. They are solitary animals, which means they mostly live on their own and they eat mainly fish. They are a large species of bony-tongued fishes and can be from 10 to 15 feet long. They can weigh from 440 to 485 pounds and they can live for about 20 years. Arapaima live in the freshwater rivers lakes, and the flooded forests in South America. They have a copper-green head with black bodies and lighter scales in the center. Their tails are covered in red scales, which is where the name Piraruku or redfish comes from. The Arapaima uses a gulp method to eat, which means they just open their mouth and they just gulp in whatever food comes in their large mouths. And they are a bony tongue fish which means their tongues are used to crush their prey against the roof of their mouths when they eat. Arapaima have oxygen bladders and breathe air for most of their lives, and they suck air through their mouths when they come up to the surface of the water. Arapaimas can stay underwater for 10 to 20 minutes before having to come up to breathe again. When young Arapaima are born, the male Arapaima raises them in his mouth. Arapaima have flexible armor-like scales made up of a hard mineralized layer and a tough and flexible inner layer that helps protect it from piranhas and other predators. Have you seen a real-life Arapaima before? If you have, where did you see it? If you want to write to us, ask your parent to email us at animalstoriesforkids at gmail.com and tell us what you think of our stories. We would love to hear from you. Thanks for listening to Animal Stories for Kids. If you like our stories, please give us a five-star rating, subscribe to our podcast, and share it with your friends and family. If you're listening on Spotify, you can support the podcast through listener support. Plus, check out exclusive show-related content and join the community at patreon.com slash animalstoriesforkids. Until next time, bye!